Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to our book reading entitled When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We continue on page 134 on the way to Medina. The four travelers resumed their journey, and on the way, the Prophet, peace be upon him, soon met Barida bint Husayb Aslami, along with 70 or 80 families of his followers. They all embraced Islam and prayed the evening prayer with the Prophet. Burida migrated to Medina after the Battle of Uhud. The Prophet ﷺ also met Abu Tamim Aus bin Hajar Aslami at Arj. At the time, the Prophet and Abu Bakr were riding the same camel because one of the camels had become weak. Abu Tamim offered them a camel and sent along a slave named Mas'ud bin Hanida who accompanied them all the way to Yathrib. Although Abu Tamim became Muslim, he chose, he chose to remain in Arj. He would later prove useful to the Muslims in the Battle of Uhud by sending word through Mas'ud the slave about the Makkans' advance toward Medina. When the Prophet, peace be upon him, reached the Valley of Reem, he met Zubair bin Awam, an, who was accompanying a trade caravan of Muslims returning from Syria. He presented the Prophet وسلم, and Abu Bakr an, with sheets of white cloth. Fourteen years after becoming a Prophet, on a Monday, the Prophet وسلم, arrived in Quba in the outskirts of Yaldrib. The people of Yaldrib, which was later named Al-Madina Al-Munawara or the City of Light, had long awaited the Prophet, peace be upon him, and each day they would go to Hira and wait for him until the sun became unbearable. One day the people returned to their homes after waiting a long time for the Prophet. A Jew happened to catch a glimpse of a small group of white-robed travellers in the distance. He called out, O people of Arabia, what you have been waiting for has arrived! The Muslims lifted their weapons and rushed to greet the Prophet ﷺ. There was a great tumult as everyone ran to the edge of the desert to catch a glimpse of the travelers. The Prophet ﷺ then turned towards the right and came to Banu Amr bin Auf at Quba. After reaching Quba, the Prophet ﷺ dismounted and sat in silence. Now, those of the Ansar, or literally the supporters, the name given to those in Al-Madinah who became Muslim, had not seen the Prophet ﷺ and thought that Abu Bakr was the Prophet because his hair had grown a little grey. But when they saw Abu Bakr shade the Prophet ﷺ with a sheet, they realized their mistake. The Prophet, peace be upon him, stayed at Quba in the house of Kulthum bin Hadam, Other sources, however, say that he stayed in the house of Sa'id bin Kathima. He stayed there for four days, during which time he laid the foundation of Quba Mosque. That Friday he left Quba with Abu Bakr an. He sent a message to Banu Najjar, the house of his maternal grandfather. His kinsmen came to Quba with their swords hanging from their sides and joined the Prophet ﷺ on his way to Medina. When he arrived at the settlement of Banu Salim bin Auf, it was time to perform the Friday congregational prayer. The Prophet, peace be upon him, led a hundred Muslims in prayer.
After performing the Friday prayer, the Prophet ﷺ and his entourage left for Medina. Jubilant crowds of men, women and children greeted him and the narrow lanes of Medina resounded with their happy voices. Women and children sang their welcome in a song that even now is sung by Muslims in memory of that happy day when, like the full moon, the Prophet ﷺ appeared among his people. The full moon has appeared before us. We must give thanks when called to Allah. You who have been sent to us, bring commands that will be obeyed. As the Prophet ﷺ rode through the streets of Medina, people would take hold of his camel's halter and invite the Prophet to stay with them. Let the she-camel go her way, the Prophet, peace be upon him, would say. She is guided by Allah. Finally, the she-camel knelt, but the Prophet, peace be upon him, did not dismount. The animal rose to its feet again, ambled ahead for some distance, and then turned back and knelt in the same place it had before. The Prophet's mosque, Masjid al-Nabawi, was erected on this very spot. Many people vied with each other to give shelter to the Prophet ﷺ, but it was Abu Ayyub Ansari an, who hurried to lift the saddle from the she-camel and took it to his home. The Prophet ﷺ remarked humorously, A man must follow his saddle, and went along with Abu Ayyub. Asad bin Zurara took hold of the halter, so he was allowed to take care of the camel. The Ansar chiefs tried to outdo each other in welcoming the Prophet ﷺ. Each night, the Prophet, peace be upon him, would receive at least three or four trays of food. Everyone wanted the Prophet, peace be upon him, to know that he had found a new home among his followers. Back in Makkah, Ali an stayed on for three days after the Prophet, peace be upon him, left. During this period, he settled all of the Prophet's affairs in Makkah. He then left on foot and met the Prophet, peace be upon him, in Kuba, where he stayed in the house of Kulthum bin Hadam. Six months after the Prophet, peace be upon him, had settled in Medina, he sent Zaid bin Haritha and Abu Rafi to Makkah. They came back with the Prophet's family, Fatima, Um Kulthum, Soda, Um Ayman and Usama bin Zaid. Abdullah bin Abu Bakr also accompanied them along with the rest of Abu Bakr's family, Um Ruman, Aisha and Asma. And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book is being compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarakpuri. If you'd like to download this episode and previous episodes of this book reading, you're welcome to go to our podcast, vocfm.iono.fm, and click on the book reading, When the Moon Split channel. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.